Hello and welcome to episode 84 of Penny Red. My name is Daniel Hodges and beetling away feverishly in his, his uh, Christmas grotto is Epiclaws <laughs> himself, Epidire Ravishal. How's it going, Epi? I'm doing pretty good, and yourself? Oh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I was a bit sick over the weekend, but I think I've uh, overcome that plague and I'm hopeful that uh, it means plain sailing right until uh, the next time I get sick. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, won't, I won't tempt fate. So uh, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush. Let's not prevaricate or um, take any undue time to get to the really important thing that we're okay. talking about uh, in this episode. So without further ado and uh, without taking any moment longer, um, what's, uh, tell us about Epimus uh, this year. Yeah, well, this is going to be a crazy, crazy Epimus this year. So um, the plan for Epimus is to to give surprise gifts to both the person that is purchasing the the PDFs for their friend or loved one, as well as their friend and loved one. So if you right. haven't participated in Epimus before, yes. if you're not familiar, tell me about this. Tell me about this yes. Epimus thing that you're talking about here. That sounds strangely self-aggrandizing, Epidote. Tell me more <laughs> about it. Epimus is uh, a um, uh, centuries-old holiday in which <laughs> uh, we um, celebrate gaming in the winter months uh, when, the, when the night is the longest and outside it's the coldest. And we uh, coldness and darkness draws in. Yeah, and we we gather around our our uh, our hearth with our family and friends, and we enjoy various forms of games and. The Epimus promotion is um, where we sell, uh, where you get a chance to purchase PDFs that uh, get sent to uh, a friend of yours on Epimus Morn. Epimus, as everyone knows, is December 24th. Right, yes. Uh, yes, and uh, so what what has happened in the past is you would go and you would purchase a PDF and you would receive that PDF when you purchased it. And uh, whoever you purchase it for, your friend or loved one, would receive it uh, as a gift in their inbox on Epimus Morn, magically put there by Epiclaus. That's right. Yeah. And is, um, does Epiclaus have uh, have have elves of any kind? What would those be called? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, he he does. We'll get into it a little bit because something has happened this year. Oh dear. Uh, Epiclaus uh, has meddled in in magics that perhaps he shouldn't have meddled in, and. Uh, he is in the thrall of the Chaos Lords. Uh, so oh, yeah. this year, he and his elves are all corrupted by chaos. So oh. uh, what's going to happen is uh, instead of you purchasing a PDF and getting it right away, and then your yes. friend or loved one receiving it on FMS Morn, both right. you and your your the, the gift recipient will yes. receive the PDFs on FMS Morn, but right. you, even you won't know what those PDFs will be. That sounds diabolical. <laughs> it is. So we'll have, uh, I don't have a complete list because the games are coming in right now uh, to, from various people. We've got stuff from, uh, I'm just looking at a list right now so I can name some names. Uh, well, let me name some games, actually. That'll probably right, be good. Sure. Uh, we got uh, Heroin, Daughters of Verona, Fortune's Fool, Misspent Youth, Spark, Our Last Best Hope, Anima Prime, Carry, Nano World, Faith, Misericord, Vast and Starlet, Burning Opera, Grey Ranks, Monsignor Twelve Forty Four, Hot Guys Making Out, and I know there's more coming. Um, right, wow, that's quite a uh, it's a cornucopia. Yes, yes. So uh, we once we get all the games because 
as we're recording this right now, uh, yes. uh, Epiclaus is still furiously looking, uh, working away, toiling under the Chaos Lords yes. uh, to make this all work. Um, once we get more information, uh, and probably by the time anybody sees this, you can go to uh, www.epimus-season.com yes. and uh, you will find out all the instructions you need to participate in this event. Yes, and anybody who's marveling at the wonders of the overlay and watching this on uh, on uh, oh, right. Hangouts, you can I, I, I like you can point. I think I can if I, if I go like uh, let me see like that like there. See, you can see me. I'm pointing. Yes. The, uh, you can look at that. Amazing. The giant finger. Perfect. Look at the, the technology is amazing. It's amazing, I tell you. <laughs> so um, so that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good turnout. That's uh, so far at least that's well. That's is it yeah. a dozen? Is it a dozen? It's over. Well, well over a dozen at this point. Uh, nice. I don't know where we're going to end up, but there's going to be quite a few. And right. uh, the yeah, and so um. Yeah, that's have, why. Uh, have, has, uh, have the Chaos Lords assigned any particular um, monetary uh, value to this uh, promotion yet? Well, um, we're still in in uh, we're, we're still negotiating with them over that. It seems. <laughs> I, was, that, I was giving you an opportunity to be to to uh, to say it's very reasonable. No, I know it's very for, uh, But and and if you have any. Um, Previous experience with Ephemus, and uh, I pity the poor fool that hasn't. Um, then they're all. I think that uh, almost, almost without exception, the Ephemus um, value, um, not value is not not correct. Price, of course, because right. the value many is uh, is limitless. Um, the uh, the price is extremely reasonable, um, and oftentimes, if not exclusively, um, less than um, or at least on a par with. Um, what you might expect to play individually. So regardless, not only are you getting double the game for one times the money, the one times the money is less than you would pay um, ordinarily. I know that that's certainly the case for the things that I'm submitting anyway. So Right. Yeah, it, um, tentatively right now we're looking at $5 for two PDFs that go to both you and to your friends. So that's right. two different games, two copies of each game yeah. uh, in PDF form. Um and that's where it'll start. And if people want to acquire more games, if they want to tempt the chaos lords more, right, if they right. want to uh, taint themselves with corruption, then they're you know more than welcome. It's a free country. They can. That's do right. Yes. yes. So they <laughs> stare in the abyss. The abyss may just stare back. Exactly. You may you may get more than you bargained for. In fact, you will get more than you bargained for because exactly. there will be a bargain. <laughs> exactly. In fact, so do not fear that. Yes. Look, feel uh, excitement about the uh, contents of your inbox on Ephemus Morn. Yes. Well, that's, uh, that's that in a nutshell. And as I say, uh, as Epi says, this episode will go out exactly at the moment that um, all of the pertinent details are available on the website, which you can see at the thing I so um, uh, smoothly pointed at before um, <laughs> with my mangled finger. Um, and, uh, yeah, so to check that out, uh, epimus-season.com, if you have, don't have the luxury of watching this, epimus-season.com, um, and you can find out all about Epimus uh, 2013. Now, um, the Chaos Lords are running, uh, running, uh, or at least playing fast and loose with your um, with uh, people's selection um, abilities, but um, fortunately, I think you've managed some moments of lucidity to continue the uh, your work with the Worlds Without Master. 
Yes. So I looked over. I looked over its issue two, and it's as good as, if not better than, oh, the uh, the first the first episode. Plus, with a game penned by your very self. So tell us a little right. bit about how that was uh, was received about your game, maybe, and then tell us what we can look forward to in uh, in issue three. Oh well. Um... Yeah, so the the game it's it's funny. Uh, Bryant, um, the the gentleman who does the Oh the Beating Drum comic in right. uh, Worlds of the oh, I love that comic. I yes, yeah. Really... There's always something in it, isn't there? When you're looking <laughs> at it, you, it's one of those ones you can reread and you fight spot a little something, a little visual joke or a, perhaps right. a, a, an, uh, uh, an implication of some of the words which had perhaps slipped your uh, attention the first time. <laughs> and he he asked me right after this issue came out. He goes, "Is there going to be a theme for the next issue? <laughs> Is there something right, I should no. be putting in my comic?" And nice. um, the, I, it wasn't my intention to have a theme. What what had happened was, is I uh, started writing the story, uh, "One Winter's Dew," yes, uh, which is gorgeously illustrated by Rachel Kahn, who's another uh, great artist and and. Uh, uh, Super happy to have that in, in, in the issue as well. Yes. And um, I was writing that, and the, you know, like when, when you read fiction, when you watch TV, you know, if you have a, a game, if you have a mind bent towards game and game design, yes. you're going to start thinking about how to make that work as a game as well. And yeah, it, yeah. it turned out to be impossible for me to write this story without also thinking about how it would be how it would work as a game so a synergy if you will yes yes and uh i then uh when i realized that i could do it and i could do it uh, you know within pretty close to the word count that i recommend for uh worlds without master i i yes. sat down and went through several iterations of it trying to make it bring it out um i'm so happy with that game yes. uh it That's does well, it should be. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I posted recently about the the dice, um, which is. Yes, I was going to. I was going to touch on that. You do you want to you want to expand on it? And there's a there's an excellent post. If you uh, again, if you take a little look, see at the uh, uh, the bottom of uh, Epi's screen there, mm -hmm. um, you'll see uh, dig one thousand holes dot com, which is dig and then one zero 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 um, h o l e s dot com dig one thousand holes dot com. You can you can go and uh, check that out. But maybe he'll give us a little peek under the uh, peek yeah. behind the curtain there. So the the die mechanic, I, there's a couple of die mechanics all rolled in. Actually, there's three different dice mechanics that are rolled into that thing. Um, there's uh, the apocalypse world um, setup where you you know uh, the good, bad, and the ugly kind of thing. You roll the dice and you get either uh, the results you want or close to the result you want or uh, a hard choice about you know, something you have to do or you get punished for bothering to roll in the first place. <laughs> yes. How silly of you to try and impose your will on this game. This is what you get. Right. Exactly. And um, so it's got that going on. Right. It's also yes. got the dice that I use that, uh, that first used in Monkey Dome and then I use in Swords Without Master where you roll for uh not you're rolling to determine you got these okay let me explain the die roll you got these two six-sided dice i can maybe i got a good example dice here i don't know if these are going to show up well on the okay, yes, I, here, but... I see them they're just a little low in the frame perhaps oh sorry blue one is it perhaps right and then you, you choose one of them to be your wolf die so right there you go right. wolf die and then you choose one to be your blood die to represent uh 
because you're you're in the game you're playing um human or wolves with human blood you you're playing right. adventurers that have turned themselves into wolves in order to accomplish something right and you roll those two dice and whichever one's higher tells you whether your human side or your wolf side has dominance is right. uh, yeah. controlling your actions or, or influencing what you're doing and right. uh that's borrowed from monkey dome and swords that master yes and then finally there's this die mechanic that was in uh time lord which is the doctor who role-playing game from i think the 90s um came out after the faza one i believe and it's um I don't remember who published it or who wrote it. It's, it's actually not West, End, West End Games, is it? Or is it? Uh, no, no, Dark it's yeah. Oh, it's it, West End and Farsa, and then okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know that one. Yeah, and um, I think it's actually freely available online. I, I linked to it in my yes. my my blog post, and um, yep. oh, it does these this delightful thing where you roll the two six sided dice, and instead of adding them together, you subtract the lower one from the higher one. Right. And the result is a number between zero and five. Right. And when you have zero as a possible result, mathematically, there's things you can do uh, that you can't do if your lowest result is one. Uh, right, yes. And uh, there's some really neat things that happen. One of the neat things that the Doctor Who role-playing game does, which I think just exquisitely uh, illustrates uh, how it works in the old classic Doctor Who, uh, is if you're in a chase, right? You're, you're yes. being chased by Daleks and yep. uh, you're running, you have yes. a move score. Let's say a right. move of four. Right. And you can move four spaces uh, and the Daleks might have a move score of three. Usually you can outrun them, yep. but let's say the Daleks in this case uh, have an edge on you because of some technology right. or whatever. Right, you're so, carrying a companion that's been hurt or something. Right, right. So you can move your move score or you can roll the dice. You can move more than your move score and roll the dice and right. add the dice to your move score. Yes. And if you reach the how far you wanted to move, then you were able to do that. If yeah. not, you move your move score and then you stumble over yes. your long ass right. scarf. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And scarf. yes. <laughs> so it does this great thing of having like this, um, like I talk about it in the post a little bit, but like the statistics behind it is your most likely result when you're rolling two six-sided dice and subtracting the lower from the higher, your most likely result is one. Yes. Uh, and then it's two, and then it's both zero and three, and yes. then four and five, and yes. uh, or four and then five, or whatever. Yes. But yeah. it, it makes this sort of lovely, like, tempt you, like, oh, I can do one better than what I can do. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I don't particularly, like, I do use the, you roll and you subtract the lower from the higher, but I don't do the adding to an ability score thing. What happens in this game is you roll the two dice, you find out which one's higher, whether it's your wolf die or your blood die. Yeah. And and then you subtract the lower one from the higher, and that yes. gives you your value. So let's say you got, uh, on your wolf die, you got a four, and on your blood die, you got a one. Yeah. So you have a three in wolf. Yes. Yep. And following that apocalypse world thing, uh, a three is a middling. What you want is so basically a four plus is the best result you can get. Yes. Uh, two to three is the you got to make some tough choices here. Yes. And the one result is a horrible 
result. And if you roll a zero, you, you get a horrible result, but you get that uh, bonus of being able to decide whether you want the wolf horrible result or the right. blood, the human horrible result. Right, sure. And uh, then as the game goes on, this is the trick of the game here. This is, as the game goes on, you get, you have one score, one ability score or whatever you want to call it. It's called feral. Right. And you start off at zero. Most characters start off at zero. Yes. And as the game goes on, you gain feral. And feral is a value that you add to your wolf die alone. Right. So so as the game goes on, you get better at things, but only insofar as you do things more like a wolf. Right, right. And uh, the arc of the, the game is, you know, you've cast this spell upon yourselves. You're human adventurers who've cast this spell upon yourselves to do yes. something. And at the end, you're going to want to roll to see if you make it back to being a human again. Right, and right. That feral is not going to help you out in that point. So. No, no, that's right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's sort of almost a uh, uh, like a Cthulhu. Uh, well, not really Cthulhu, but, but I mean, going back to the, what I said before, you know, like I'm going to guess that your feral increases the more stuff you do as a wolf. So it's kind of like yeah. a, if you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back style thing. Exactly. Like the, the more you rely on it, yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's, very, it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's a beautiful design, and I love the. I love the fact that there's not really any loose ends in the whole design. Like everything just – is it one of those things where you just did it and it should be, oh, that, and then that, and then, oh, then it's done. Like because well, it feels like there's no there's no loose ends anywhere. It all just fits together so perfectly. It was actually – so it was sort of like – it was it was, um, it was was like that when it was finished. <laughs> right. But, but the first few iterations, I was really wondering if I was going to actually have a game in that right. issue. <laughs> Right, right, of right. Worlds without master. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, when it clicked, there's a few things. Like I met, I talked to some people about it, and a few things people said that really, really made it click. There's some, um, like, it's another, like one of the things the game does. It makes you uh, think about whether you're trying to do something on your own or with the pack, and right. uh, that sort of innovation really made it all kind of click together because um, before it was sort of you know here's the thing you do for interacting with the pack and here's the thing and then i realized that wolves accomplish things by working together and that's right, right. Uh, uh i mean they can do things without working together but it's riskier and uh, right yeah yeah that for sure yeah this is uh, yeah i mean if i mean aside from the fact that uh the magazine e-zine sorry would be excellent Without that, just that right. alone is pro worth the price of uh, worth the price of this. Enjoy. I can't recommend it highly enough. And if somebody oh, wanted you. to go ahead and get back issues and then sign up to join the uh, the Patreon horde, um, how would they go about doing that? Well, uh, if you go to Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash epidia, um, that page is where you would sign up to. That's the non-subscription subscription surface for it. Uh, right. And um, at the bottom of that page, like you, you on that page, you can sign up at different levels to see, you know, you pledge to spend this much or that much on the magazine, depending on when it comes out. Yeah. Or rather, depend, um, spend that much whenever it does come out. Yes. And the also at the bottom of that page is a list of the back issues. There's two back issues right now. And... Uh, so and you can click on those and purchase it from there, or you can get it from um, Drive Through RPG or Drive Through Fiction. Yes, they they have it. And then 
Oh, you know what? You know what's simpler? I just remembered that I did this. I just recently got the URL worldswithoutmaster.com. So oh, well, if you just go that. there. There you go. Well done. And, Was that like, would you go, oh, I should try and do that. Oh, I wonder if it's there. And you're like with trepidation, put in there and went. Yeah. yeah. And it went, <laughs> it's available. Yes. Success. Nine ninety five a year for 10 years. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I plucked up, um, three related ones right away because I, I just wanted to make sure that I had all of them. But then th that red address will redirect you to the Patreon page. Right. Nice. Well played. The information will be there. Or if you go to dig a thousand holes, I, I don't stop talking about it. So <laughs> it should be easy enough to find it there. I believe that's what's called promotion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's, uh, that's only allowed on the show, but, but encourage you. So check that out. That's for those that are, I don't know if I shared it before. That's just in case you're what coming to this episode um, not around the time we're producing. We're talking about issue number two here. So whatever issue right. we're on right now, this this particular one we're talking about is is issue two. Now, what have you got? Have you got any um, uh, embryonic um, ideas about episode episode? As to me, issue three of World <laughs> yeah. Without Master. Um, it's very very uh, embryonic. Um, I I don't know if I can say much about it yet because I don't know. Uh, but what I'm going to do is so one of the challenges of putting this e-zine out is that it is funded through the patron horde so the more people that sign up and pledge to pay for it when it comes out the more i can put in each issue right and uh there are depending on how much i can fit in each issue i have different decisions to make like it's right. um at first i thought it was going to be simple as just saying oh okay i'll publish these stories in this order um, and just whenever I have the available space, but it's actually a little different than that. Like I, I, I would, I would stagger things differently if I had more room to put things into the issue. So, um, so I don't want to comment on it too much until I get to the beginning of January. I'm going to shoot for the end of January, possibly February, depending right. on how well, it's a busy, busy it's a busy this holiday time, season is. Oh, well, that's right. Well, they're, they're, that's infamous season, you mean, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the uh, but but I mean, yeah. There's there's more than enough to be going on with with the first two uh, first two issues um, mm -hmm. as as it is. So if people are interested in uh, submitting and so forth, um, and my it's my understanding um, from a very brief conversation we've had and reading between the lines is you've got more than enough stuff to be uh to be going on with uh at the moment as it is right yeah um it's so that's one of the things like um i have a lot of submissions sitting on my plate i i'm, I'm having it's slow going going through the reading pile uh partly because um that uh yeah I, i'm one person <laughs> and yeah, I yeah. have a day job and I have other things, but, but the, um, but I don't, because it's slow going through the reading path, I don't know how much of it is, is meant for worlds without master. So uh, I would encourage people to continue to submit. Um, and I, like, I don't, and I don't know like how big the magazine will be in the future. So right. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Right, right. Is there a particular subject line people should use if they want to? Oh, right. Uh, yes. If you, um, well, if you go to the the Patreon page, there'll be a link for the submission guidelines. Right. And that'll give you all the information of what I'm looking for and uh, 
how to address it to me and yes. whatnot. Yeah, and uh, judging by the uh, by deputised general uh, underplaying of uh, of things, I would say that a reasonable stack means quite a large stack. So if you want to make sure that your uh, things are considered correctly, uh, properly, you should definitely go ahead and read those guidelines and and make sure you dot all your i's and cross all your t's and make sure right. your subject line your email is 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 correct. Not through any pernicious desire to make sure people follow the rules, but just because of the sheer volume, um, I think that if you'd yeah. like to be considered, make sure you do those things. Right. What else is going on? What's uh, what's going on in the world of design outside that? Or are you uh, are you consumed wholly with your uh, infamous <laughs> chaos and, and worlds without master? Have you found time for other things along the way? Um, I, I've got some uh, I got some ideas. Most of the stuff is sitting on the back burner. Uh, like yeah. not not. Uh, it's like an idea has occurred to me, and I, I think that's a good idea. I'll 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 look into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The the moment I have a, a free moment to do that. Um, uh, but we'll see. Uh, I have been thinking lately that I do want to get um, to working on some stuff that's outside of Worlds Without Master too. I'm enjoying it quite a bit, but uh, if I don't diversify myself too much, I might, you know, stagnate. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want that stasis. It's keep, keep away from. Um, so I was. I'm going to um, hit you up with this just while it's while it's topical. Still, it looks like sure. we've got two viewers here, so two people are getting a, a, a little a sneak preview. But um, did you read the stuff? Uh, I was on G Plus. I'm going to guess you at least saw it. But did you read the stuff about the judge, the chap Peterson, who was uh, who had a couple of people come before him? He was a, a judge in Ohio, Idaho. Um, okay. And he is Idaho. I always get it wrong. Um, now Idaho is the one that's more to, is the one that's sort of almost below um, Alberta, right? Like it's the one that's over towards the west more. Ohio <laughs> is by the by the lakes. It's like oh yeah yeah yeah. Ohio is uh, in the Great Lakes. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. So no. Okay. So I'm right. Idaho. Right. Um. And he's a, a judge, and he there are a couple of people that came up in front of him to have like he was a, he's like a civil judge, um, mm -hmm. and one of them was to contest a will, and one of them was something to do with a divorce or something, um, and. Somehow, by hook or by crook, both these people had findings uh, against them, like it wasn't what they wanted to hear from the judge, but somebody managed to pass information on to him that this guy was uh, was a, a role player. Specifically, oh, no. he was uh, um, into Pathfinder, and he had a he had a gaming company at some point, whether it's – I couldn't quite figure out from the article whether that was dissolved or whether he's no longer associated with it. But anyway, the, uh, the bottom line was um, that they felt that his decisions should be overturned or at least had their cases – reheard on the basis that there's no way that he could be operating efficiently in both the fantasy world and the uh, and the real world like he was spending his time you know um doing <laughs> oh. doing posts to a to a board um during his personal time um oh. so thoughts that's lovely <laughs> <laughs> thoughts well, I, I mean i i would need to know what games he's playing to make that decision Pathfinder. <laughs> uh <laughs> No, uh, that's great. No, I think it's great that <laughs> we revisit this every 20 years or so. Somebody right, right. decides that they're going to deem it. It's, it's so bizarre when – so it happened um, – I don't know the exact date, but there was a, an election cycle. It might have been the two – well, it might have been 2012 election cycle, actually. It might have been that recent. But anyways, there was, there was a woman running um, – 
in oh my god i don't know any of my details here so this is yeah she was a, she was a, if i'm thinking of the one that i'm thinking of she was uh she was running um as a democrat against a, a republican um, yes and i'm just trying to remember her name now i'm actually gonna you're gonna hear a little bit of clicking here if you or you can see my <laughs> eyes darting around the place if you're watching this um uh i had a, a whole bunch of information about it um but i think perhaps it is uh no, I've, I've misplaced it now. Um, but yeah, it's, um, but I know that I, 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 Lottie or Lot maybe is her name. Or something, uh, yeah. And like they, they found out that she played uh, World of Warcraft. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, well, she was the World of Warcraft lady. Yeah, and they were going to use uh, her, the thing she said in Worlds of Warcraft. Yes. Playing the, the character that she plays and, and yes. um, against her. They, they had this whole campaign that they yeah. were trying to do, like a leaflet thing or whatever yes absolutely did not understand that they're contending with uh a legion <laughs> when, yes. you, when you go <laughs> against gamers now like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. so yeah. many out there now it's that's just right. yep. um and uh that was gratifying to see that the response to that you know yes. and, i mean that was online gaming that was video games or whatever i'm sure that they have a much larger uh group of people with an affinity to that than role-playing but like role-playing sure. is not it's getting less and less strange every year like i yeah. i think that um or i should say it's it's uh appearing less and less strange i think it's <laughs> probably getting stranger every year it is, but... it is less and less unusual for people to be participating right. every year. how's right. that <laughs> exactly that's much better yes and um yeah i i think I, this used to be a thing like in, in the eighties, they used to like, there were, um, I don't see again, I don't have all my facts, but, uh, there were like police, uh, exams. Like if you were to become a cop, uh, that you would have to, you know, they would ask you if you've ever role played and that would disqualify you from being really, uh, I didn't know yeah, that. Like, I mean, that was the height of the satanic, right? It's interesting. Like, um, was when there a you, question like, have you ever worshipped Satan on there as well? <laughs> can't can't well, like the chase. Yeah. In the eighties, like particularly, in, I mean, I don't know about the rest of the world so much, but in America, in the eighties, we're terrified of Satanism in some really strange ways. Like, any time uh, you watch like one of these true crime shows, yes. where they, you know, they say they they investigate a unsolved mystery from the 80s or you know you can tell if the mystery itself is you know like they tried to solve a, a death that had occurred in the 80s or whatever and they talked to the cops that were there or whatever you could right. tell if it happened in the 80s because somebody had put forth invariably in every single one of them somebody would have put forth a theory that it was satanists who did it like it's oh, right. just yeah, yeah. that's right yes yeah time yeah. every single time and yes. That was like a real concern for uh, uh, the population, and it's yes. it's very bizarre. Like, and and then you know, role playing gets tied to that, and then yes. the end result is uh, uh, you end up with the, like this. I don't know, like this thing in our culture where we think that we stigmatize it a little bit because yeah yeah oh yeah well there's no yeah there's no yeah you don't need to to uh, beat around the bush about that one like that's that's definitely a thing like when you bring up uh, satanism it's a gen and, and a lot of those like they're going to start asking questions like uh you know like or at least any suggestion of role playing at all is like, ah ah you see yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a penny has dropped we've got them now boys cuff them um 
that's that thing i'm definitely aware of that but i didn't know it was on a on a police exam as well and 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 strangely i wonder if um the law prohibits them asking if they've worshipped Satan, but it's okay to ask them if they've uh, role played <laughs> if they say yes to role playing they get disqualified but freedom of religion is one of the tenets of the declaration of independence right that that's interesting that yeah because there's like all those uh you know, like if, if the law doesn't let you uh, ask somebody how old they are uh, when you when you're looking to hire them, you find other ways of asking that question or oh, yeah. just look at the resume to see how long they've been, you know, how many years are on the resume or whatever. But oh, yeah, yeah, that's that is a yeah, that, that's a distinct possibility. Yeah, and, and it's you know, uh, it's weird. Like so, from my own personal experience, like I, I've never had a well, okay. So I'm also, I happen to be vegan, which right. uh, uh, is another one of those things that when I first started doing uh, this, being this, uh, oh, my, my phone's going off there. <laughs> when I uh, first started doing, um, or started eating uh, as a vegan, uh, it wasn't all that well known and it wasn't all that, that as popular as it is now. And so there were a lot of times where I would have to explain myself or whatever <laughs> and um yeah. Yeah. And that led to some you know weird conversations and it led to some uncomfortable moments particularly you know if somebody is making you food we're, everyone's weird about food in different ways and yes. um if you like it's one thing when my grandma is like making me green beans with bacon in them and i'm telling her i can't eat those because there's bacon in them and she goes well just this once, you know, like, <laughs> <That'll be all right. laughs> yeah, yeah. but, but when it's somebody else's grandma doing that, you know, then it becomes a difficult conversation. Right. Sure, like, sure, yeah. And still, I think for quite a while there, I was more likely to tell someone I was vegan than I was a role player. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like that's the sort of social stigma that that kind of right, right. follows around it, you know? Yes. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Of of all the social stigmas to have, that it's at at least it's uh, you know it, it's it's a very reasonable one. I, I don't mind having. It. Right, <laughs> right. Mean, not reasonable, but uh, it's 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 the least that you have to worry about. Yeah, well, yeah, you would hope, right? But I mean, yeah. then you see this thing, this thing come up where this guy is you know, like, and he said, like, I don't think I've done anything wrong, but he's he's changed what it is he's doing and. There's pressure on him to to oh, yeah. to like somehow acknowledge that there's legitimacy to this craziness because these people just I mean they're pissed off because they lost right right their case they're looking for a way to somehow get a second bite at the cherry to try and get some of this money it's got nothing to do with role playing really but it's just such and, an easy it's a, just like a, a punching bag still right in in the irony is are aren't they like they're they're behaving as role players, right? Like mm. if they're my characters just died, are you sure? Let's check the rules again. <laughs> let's yeah. let's go through this step by step and yeah. make sure this actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah. It's what I said. <laughs> it means a bad taste in my mouth. Yes. Um yeah, so that's uh that's that's that yeah, so so I don't know what's going to happen there with those whether that's going to get overturned or anything. He's an elected position, um, and he was elected by eighty-one percent last time, like eighty-one percent of the people. Oh, yeah. so I guess I guess time will tell whether that has any has any uh, lasting effect. 
Alrighty. Um, got anything else to bring up here, Epidiah, or should I? I'm going to sign off the episode, then I'm going to keep you around for anybody who's watching. We've got one viewer apparently. Um, I'll get you get some Christmas some Christmas ideas. So, anything else for today? Um, no, I think I think we're good. Okay, good. Okay. About well, all uh, yeah. Well, that's it for uh, episode eighty four. No, this, we're going to say that's it for <laughs> the Epimus special. Excellent. An Epimus 2013 special yes. of uh, Penny Red. So it's goodbye from me. Oh, and goodbye from me. And until next time, keep talking the walk. <laughs>